Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the weekend. Weekend wages. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have you some great cash, homie. Everybody. Welcome to Weekend Wagers. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz and Sean Engel going through the baseball board. We'll give you some live bets. These games just about to get going in about two or three minutes time. George, uh, a couple more picks to click for people playing DFS uh, for the rest of the board. Who, who are some uh, guys that you like today? All right, so uh, we go with catcher. Once again, Sunday's always tough for catcher because so many catchers are sitting. There are players sitting in general here. Uh, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to pay up. Uh, Grant, I mean, I do like uh, players like Contreras today. Travis Daronard, I mean, I think you have to find a way to get him in your lineup. He's hitting home runs every damn day. He's 4,300. The price is certainly caught up there. Real Muto at 3,900. I mean, once again, top catcher there. I mentioned I liked McCann uh, yesterday. If he played, he didn't play yesterday. I'm not going to have him in the lineup today. Or oh, Ramos. Will Smith seems to be hot, but I'm not putting him in against there. So I'm going to pay up a little bit that I re- a little bit more than I honestly would like to, Cam. I'm going to go with Travis Dayarnod, 4,300. He's just too hot. I can't believe the Jays didn't keep this guy. Or the Mets. <laughs> you know? I, I think it's, that's more now. on the Mets. Yeah, it's more on the Mets. That's more on the Mets. I mean, you, you sure. paid more for a guy in Ramos, and Dayarnod's better. I mean, uh, that, that's an ouch. <laughs> that, exactly. That's an ouch. What do you think, oh, George? First, first base, buddy. What are we going to do? Rizzo, 5,300. Alonzo, 49. Lots of uh, try. How do you not put Goldschmidt in again? He's 4,400 bucks. Hit a home run. Uh, you said it, and that's where I'm going. He's going against Wade Miley, a soft, uh, a soft and, throwing left versus righty, too. Thank you. I like the Cardinals today, too. Right, I like they, Goldschmidt and the Cardinals. Sign me up, George. Yeah, I, there's, there's no chance I'm Goldschmidt. not putting Goldschmidt in my lineup today. Yeah, Once again, you don't have a choice. I yeah. just don't think you have a choice. He's too hot and hitting. So if somebody wants to, if somebody wants to do something different than Goldschmidt, be a little contrarian. Who are a couple other guys you like? All right, if you don't like Goldschmidt, which is fine, you got to save money on somebody. Uh, you're going down further on the list here. I mean, Jake Lamb, four thousand, probably a little bit too much for me to go that far down. You can always go Justin Smoke. You're praying for a home run, and lately those home runs are not coming. So that's the problem there with him. I don't mind Jake Bowers today taking I a kind shot of agree there. With that. Rhino. I like that. Yeah, right. He may not be a guy I go with. I think Cleveland's going to do, uh, win that game fairly easily, which means runs are coming up on the board. Next uh, second base, Marte. He's the most expensive, fifty five hundred. Guriel. A lot of uh, attractive options here. What do you What do you think about at second base? Yeah, we wouldn't mind Keston Hero either at fifty four hundred. I mean, this yeah, guy's hitting call. a ton there. I mean, a ton. He's a good player. Uh, it's amazing. Really what good he's player. Doing. He's. Fantastic. I mean, really, much better. He's a better player than I thought he'd be. I agree. Uh, just, just fantastic. Good for him. Uh, listen, you want to go Ozzy Albies against Nola? Mm, I'm probably not going there. Uh, I'm just not going to. I'm not going to go up against Nola. Nola's pitched. He looks like Nola again from last year. That's what he looks like to me. So I'm not going there. But second base is tough. I mean, it is not easy to find somebody here. This is a position. Either I'm going to pay up high for it, I'm going to have to go with someone like Gurriel, Hurer, or Marte, or I'm going to look to hit, you know find the guy, maybe go with someone like Cano and pray it's a home run today, and save the money there. So I'm going. I'm not going to go in between here. I'm either paying up, or I'm going to save cash. And as if me, it's either Cano or I'm going with one of the big three. You know, whichever guy you like, I probably I'm probably going with Hurer today if I'm going to pay up for it. Uh, that's the way I'm feeling it today. I don't mind Cano against Archer either. Hope Cano puts one out if you need to save money. Yeah, I'm on the Mets uh, today, too. We talk about Vargas as a nice DFS option as well. I think he's a steal. Third base, what do we got? George Bryant, Suarez, Sano. Uh, where are you, where, who, who caught your eye at, uh, at at the hot corner here? Yeah, I'm not going to pay up here. I like kind of I like I like Arenado a lot today. 4,600 against Wood coming off the uh, the IL, playing in Cincinnati. 
I think Arnett might put one out today. So he's somebody I'm interested in. Uh, we, we talked about Ramirez. I think he's back to being the Ramirez we expected him to be. Uh, 4,400 today. Once again, I have no problem with him at all. Uh, I'm not going with other guys. I'm avoiding the Strasburg, by the way, Bueller game. I'm not starting anybody anywhere in that. I don't care how, the, how good the prices are. Uh, I don't mind Vladimir Guerrero today. Maybe he's about the start of something. You know, I wonder if maybe that could be it. Uh, it's the start of a home run binge for him. But for me, it's going to be Arenado in an awful lot of leagues. If not him, then Ramirez. Shortstop. All right, we're with our shortstops today. You, uh, I could, could double up with Story, but I'm probably not going to pay up for that. Lindor is also incredibly hot. Uh, Polanco, yeah. man, he's hit well this week. DeJong is hitting also very, very well this week, 4,400. Uh, DeJong is somebody I kind of like a lot today. Once again, it's, it's, it's just the fact that Miley, soft throwing left-handed. We already got Goldschmidt in there. Why not go back-to-back and throw DeJong in there as well? But there are other options as well here. Uh, I don't mind. Once again, if you want to go a little cheaper, uh, Freddie Galvis on Toronto. This kid's a like better hitter play. than we think. And he's can, way better than right, The guy's kid. always on base, man. He's good. He's good. And he's got a little pop, too. He's got a little pop. He's only 3500 he That's why I like him. He's only $3,500 here. So he's somebody I could, uh, if I'm going cheap, that's where I'm going with Freddie Galvis. And, George, a couple expensive outfielders that you like and a couple uh, guys from the bargain bin that might uh, perform for you. All right. Well, uh, unlike Goldsmith, Nelson Cruz's home run streak did end yesterday, but still he's had a whole bunch of home runs this week. So uh, and I mentioned, you know, so I said to remind everybody, and a little PSA for you, you know, he's a DH, not going to play the field. They play in Miami three games later this week. So Nelson Cruz uh, only going to play three games this week for your fantasy teams. Make sure you get him out of your lineup. But I like Nelson Cruz today. Uh, Max Kepler as well, if you're looking for that one guy. My only problem with Kepler is his price is high, 5300 and you need that home run. You're going to need that home run for him really to pay you off there. So that might be uh, enough to scare me away from him uh, as far as being one of the high-priced guys. Michael Brantley at 4800 today is another guy I like. If we're going cheaper options today, you need to save some cash. You don't want to spend up. Uh, you only save a couple hundred dollars, but Yasiel Puig, 4500 today. We, uh, we are hearing his name in trade rumors as well, by the way, that he could be on the move. A little surprise there. Makes you wonder if his uh, attitude is uh, annoying some people. Jimenez is back. But his price isn't forty one hundred. I kind of like that. You know, first day back of the ILA, I always worry somewhat. But I think runs are coming in the Chicago Minnesota game. Maybe more on Minnesota, certainly more on Minnesota side. But I like Eloy Jimenez today. I think he might get a hold of one. That that kid's a monster. What a he big is. man he is. My God. He's, he's so I'm truck. kind of interested in Eloy Jimenez today. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to describe. Him. He is a truck, and not one I'd ever want to get hit by. Yeah, well, so here we go, George. A couple of games uh, just underway, and some other ones. So the bets in. I'm on the the Mets. Washington, Cleveland, St. Louis leans to the Minnesota over Philadelphia and Cincinnati. What are you uh, doing today, George? And uh, we can live bet these games, too, uh, depending on what happens. Yeah, I mentioned if, if I was a, a Mets guy, you know, if the Mets hadn't been screwing me all year, I'd be right there with you on the Mets. I feel good about them as well, but the Mets have been my, my bugaboo, so I'm going to stay away here. I did double up on the Diamondbacks back-to-back days here. Hopefully they keep it up for me. I do like the over in the Colorado uh, Reds game. That's where I went there. I'm avoiding the L.A. Dodgers, Washington Nationals. I did take the under in the Mets uh, game as well, under nine there. I'm looking at my other bets here, super what I got in here. Uh Tampa Rays. I took Tampa. I know you went with the. Uh, I think you yeah. said you went with Toronto. Yeah, I, went, I did. I went over, over in Minnesota, and I got it at ten. It went up to ten and a half. So I'm happy I got the over in when I did. It just uh, popped up to ten and a half. And I went with the Minnesota Twins as well across the board here. I did do a parlay with the Cleveland Indians, who I'm also heavy on today. So that's what I've gotten in for the early games. Nice, George. Yeah, no, we're reading each other's mail. I, I think the Mets are in a really good spot today and it's a game i feel very very confident about so we'll give you guys a couple matchups if you want to play some golf this afternoon along with your base uh baseball too we have five matchups four four for the guys on the course i see really nice things here john rom versus alex noren uh this goes off at uh, 140 Uh, alex noren uh, you have to look at the angles when you're gambling a lot of the time. And he's not in the FedEx Cup right now. He's like 139th. He's outside the 125, but putting in a real good tournament because he plays a lot of the European Tour. But he also wants to get uh, some status and be able to get into the FedEx Cup and try to win some more bread. So I like Alex Noren as a plus 150 dog against John Rahm. I think that's going to be a nice uh, a nice dog. Tommy Fleetwood and Billy Horschel. I have a lean to Tommy Fleetwood at minus a buck 35 right now. That's, uh, that one goes off at 120, but Horschel can be sneaky 
too. So I'm going to stay away from that. Uh, here's another one that I really like. Thorbjorn Olesen, for people who don't know, uh, the Danish hammer. Uh, it's actually his, his name in um, in Denmark. Uh, Thorbjorn means Thunder Bear. Thunder Bear Olesen, he's, uh, it's a pick against Ian Poulter. Uh, Poulter has problems finishing out rounds, so I think uh, Olison at a pick'em price, 130 tee off is there. And in the final matchup, very difficult. Brooks Kepka versus Rory McIlroy. I don't know what you do there, but you get Rory McIlroy as a plus 105 dog, worth a look, and he is leading the tournament by one stroke. George got some baseball games under control too, so uh, good luck to us, buddy. Let's hit some uh, winners right now. It would be great. Damn right. Damn, I'm, not, I'm not even greedy. I, I don't need to go undefeated again. I just need plus money today. Plus money, and I'm a happy guy here. So, uh, damn right, let's hit some winners. Yep, we got uh, three games on the go right now. So, all scoreless. Atlanta and Philadelphia scoreless top of the first, so we can live bet that. Blue Jays and the Rays I'm watching right now. So far, two outs for uh, Sanchez there. Nobody on base. And the Colorado Rockies and Cincinnati Reds are just underway. Next on the docket, we got the Pirates and Mets. That's just about to go off. And Arizona and Miami. Those are at uh, one twelve. And the Dodgers-Nationals the next game. I'm telling you, George, I got a weird feeling about uh, I don't like betting against the Dodgers, but I really think it's a good play to, uh, today with the Nationals in Strasburg. I don't know why, but that game's jumping out at me. I said, yeah, we all have our gut feelings about why, why we like the games more than others. I am not touching that game, personally. I think a lot of it, for me, is also the game's on TV. I can watch it. I can enjoy it. It's on yeah. CBS at 1.30. It's a national game here, and I will be watching it, at least until my wife makes me go buy a faucet. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, will tr- I will try and talk her at the way to 5 o'clock, but I think she said someone's coming at over at 5 uh, to pick up some of our uh, – we have some, some stuff that's in good condition as far as the you know, – that my daughters don't use anymore. They, they use them when they were kids, uh, like a, a dollhouse, some other things they can pick up. So someone's coming over at 5 to grab that crap. And uh, so I, I think she wants to get out before that. So that's nice. unfortunate for me. And I want to get home by 7 so I can watch the Yankees get crushed by the Red Sox again tonight. Yeah, are you? Are, that's the thing. We'll go through that game. Are you betting the Red Sox tonight? I bet that's at the first three games, and man, they, like I said they're part of my. Yeah, me my too. Victory I, this I week bet as them. Far as I bet them every night too. But uh, what sales? Uh, what's what sales numbers like against the Yankees? Decent. They're not good this year, but I still think once again, Domingo Herman. I think uh, I think he's going to get hit again. Not. I don't think he'll get hit as much as the other guys have gotten hit. He didn't pitch well in Minnesota the other day, so I think he'll pitch a little bit better than that. But I think Sale will shut down the Yankees enough, enough, where the Red Sox will win that game. I don't know if I'm. I'm definitely going to take the Red Sox as far as the, the minus one and a half. I think they they cover that, and I'm going to get a very good price on it, even money. So my question is, do I think the Red Sox are going to win the game? Obviously, I do. But it's one, minus one seventy-five. That's not terrible. You know, I, I could live with that. But I'm going to find myself a parlay partner more than likely. It's the over/under. You know, because what if Sale does shut down the Yankees? You know, I can see this game being seven-two, something like that. So I don't know if I. And I've had the over every game this this series, so it's paid off. I think uh, right now I'm staying away from the over/under, but I'll have the Red Sox on the other two. George, just an update. We talked about the early week one uh, NFL lines. I want to tell you, ever since this A.J. Green story uh, go, uh, broke, um, the Seattle Seahawks, we did that. We did uh, the spreads yesterday. They were minus eight. They are minus nine and a half now. It's gone up a point and a half. And, the, and you say Green could probably could be, he could be back for the regular season. I find that very interesting. That's a big line movement. Not even a half point, one and a half to nine and a half. That's huge. It's, uh, it's almost like Vegas is super. I just want to take the Bengals. <laughs> stupid as it sounds, yeah. like that's a lot of points. All reports man. are that Green plays. Yeah, it's it's a minor injury that he'll be he'll play. He'll be out of practice for a while. There's no reason yeah. for him to risk him in practice. He's a veteran. knows the He knows Dalton. Knows the offense. Well, you think he knows? It is a change here, so maybe he does need uh, some. But he can study the playbook here. I think uh, everything I'm hearing is that Green will be fine. That being said, I've mentioned I've loaded him in my rankings, Cam, because you just can't tell me right now that he's going to play 16 games this season. Even if he plays week one, he's going to get hurt again. He, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even if he comes happen. back, there's I would love a bet. I would like to see what the odds are. A.J. Green will definitely not play in all games this year. He might miss a lot. Like he, he tends to, even when he's doing well, he misses time. So with this, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out for a lot of the season and this becomes a nagging injury or something like that. But that's kind of crazy, George, for a line to go to eight to nine and a half. And interestingly enough, the only other line movement I've seen uh, on one side, I had the Chargers at minus three and a half, and it's three against the Colts and it's stations. So the hook, a half point with the Melvin Gordon stuff, but shocking to see a line go from eight to nine and a half, and we're not even yeah, we're a few weeks away from uh, week one in the season. Big steam on Seattle. 
Seattle's uh, – hey, it's, it's at home at Seattle too. But they're not a high-scoring team. That's why I, I kind of agree with you about taking Cincinnati. I mean, Seattle could win this game – you know, 24-17, it could be an easy win. I can see this easily being a backdoor cover, too. You know, when Cincinnati scores late to cover the game here. I'd agree with you. I, uh, I, I think Cincinnati loses the game. I think Seattle wins it easily. But I think uh, Cincinnati might cover. Yeah, the point spread is uh, just a little bit too big in that game, George. So, so far, uh, live line, uh, Sanchez got out of uh, the first inning, 1-2-3 inning. Uh, the Reds. And Rockies, the Rockies have a runner on second base right now, one out. The Arizona Diamondbacks and Marlins, good good stuff, George. Hopefully we can cash in, lead off double by uh, the, the Snakes. And uh, Atlanta and Philadelphia, Atlanta's got a runner on first with one out in the next game on the dock at Dodgers and Nationals. So, yeah, George, uh, with, so with the fantasy stuff that you're doing, I know you and Galena talk about it, like, what time? I talk about your drafts. What? T- what's your? What's your big league? Like what? What's uh? Like do you do one for like a thousand bucks or anything like that? Or are they mostly like a hundred, two hundred bucks? And uh, what's your favorite type of fantasy football? What leagues do you like the best? The PPR standard. What? what what's uh? What? What do you feel the best about when attacking and say I'm more confident with this type? My home league is generally the most expensive late league I play in. It's a couple hundred dollars. Uh, I'm not. I'm not against playing higher. Uh, I, Adam Ronis invited me to the Grandwich uh, Tavern League. Unfortunately, August is a rough month for me with all the birthdays, and it's oh yeah. Uh, the weekend they always do that draft, which is live. Hey, you have to miss the show. Was cut down. I wouldn't be thrilled about that. Yeah. And but I always have. I have birthdays. You know, I'm already missing the show that day for the birthdays. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna I be gone that, that day too. I gotta go see my brother and his kids. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta email Mike. Yeah, it's uh, was that August 10th or something like that. Yeah, I gotta go up north. So, yeah. That's, what is, uh, how much is his draft? It's just a, th- a thousand. I think his is. No, I think it's only three hundred. Uh, oh, I not believe too it's, bad. Uh, it's that. So, yeah, I would play in it if I. I got the money. I just can't. I can't make the time here. Uh, so my my home league is about two hundred dollars. It's a. Uh, it's hard to differentiate because there's no set price. You get what I like about my home league. You get charged for your moves. So you want to make you want to make a thousand moves. What's going to cost you a thousand dollars? You know, to do that, so that you get charged per move like anybody else would. You don't get a certain. You get a certain amount of one dollar moves, and after you move, you after you use all your dollar moves, every move is five dollars. So if you want to make twenty moves, that's a hundred dollars. And generally, guys, some guys will make thirty, some guys will make forty. Guys spend a lot of money in this league, and that yeah. adds up quickly. You have to be more of a manager here, and you have to think about what you what you want to do. So we kind of like that. We've had that forever, and you get charged for uh, for your move. So generally, it's going to cost you around two two fifty to play somewhere around there. We also give out weekly prizes though. If yeah, you, I uh, like it's points league, and if, like point, if, yeah, highest total that, of the if, week, you get the bonus. We have that. You got too. it. Five hundred bucks. You got year. it. Yeah. You get our, our, the, in the high cash one that I'm in. It's five hundred bucks a week for team of the week. Most points five. That's exactly. that, that's a that's a real nice bonus right there. And our league, yeah, you get three draft moves and you got to pay hundred and fifty dollars per transaction. So it's kind of expensive, a little bit crazy actually. On the way back, we'll give you some live baseball scores. Everybody, we'll go through the rest of the boards. I'll talk to Sean a little bit NASCAR later on in the program too, and a whole lot more. Weekend wager, Stuart Kurtz and. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. very much sean weekend wager sunday edition hour two of the program me and george kurtz and sean angle breaking it down with you right now we got some live baseball games on the go we'll have some live updated numbers when some teams score and uh yeah a whole lot uh, sean later on in the program we'll give you a nascar preview too we'll hopefully pick a couple winners there i got a couple golf bets that i put out for you guys and uh the whole object is to get a big fat envelope like george kurtz by the end of the day and that would be fantastic oh yeah is it collection day george are you going out to meet or gonna let your brother handle things no, uh, but when it comes to the envelope thing, my brother, my brother's a uh, vice president at a bank, 
So generally, oh. if he needs money from me, I could just he just takes notes oh. and get it from my account for free, and vice versa. Simple. So you don't yeah you don't you don't have to meet Rocco in the alley. Your brother takes care of everything. No, nice. no. We, uh, it's so uh, <laughs> I know it always sounds bad. People always think it's that sound bad. Oh, no, you know what it, it is really work like that. I'm, I know, like people don't really understand. It's the movies, like, stuff yeah, like that. People such, think it works like that. It, it I, doesn't work. like It's that. crazy. Like the stigma between gambling and compared to other things. Like even my girlfriend says she was, "What's the big dance? Like what's the deal?" Like, I remember before, me and Gabe were doing gambling shows when nobody did it. It was almost like we were pariahs for talking about betting lines. Nobody did it. Now it's different. Like, that's behind, like, ESPN puts up gambling lines and whatever. It's like, I just don't understand how somebody can be a scumbag or people think that, ooh, you're doing this, when people are at home on their damn computers trading stocks and commodities, which is exactly the same thing. But what, they're good guys? They're smart? Oh, they're investors. They're not gamblers? That's what pisses me off. It's a freaking stereotype. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Listen, my reputation as a, as a, a good guy, right? I nev- I've never done anything wrong. I've never been arrested. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I've yeah. never done drugs. But, yeah, I gamble. I like it. All right? I'm not hurting anybody. It's my money. I, I'm well within control. And like I said, it's not like what you see in the movies where I'm going to the, you know, behind a dumpster in a back alley. Hey, here you go, Rocco. This is like my $200 I lost. It doesn't work that way. I, I know the guy. I've only, yeah. my, my brother and my friend have met him much more than I have. I know the guy. He's a fine guy. He's a guy you would never – my oh. uncle used to be in the business. He grew up in Howard Beach. He used yeah. to be in the business of, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Book he making? lost his backing. That's when he got out. Yeah, yeah, he was in the bookmaking business. My, my mother said, "Don't make sure you never work for him." And I understood that yeah. from mom. Yeah, but you, you would never know it by meeting him. He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Doesn't look like what you see in the movies. You know, he's a jolly guy, great guy. Love, love hanging out with him. So it's funny. Like I say, it's just funny. It's actually a, a more you, annoying. You hear about this. <laughs> it is funny, and, and I just find it. You know, it's just one of those things. Like, I'm. I'm. That's why I like our network. We're we're not ashamed about it. You know, people do it. And it really pisses me off when a lot of the big networks and the big stations, it's almost like they hide it. You know what I mean? Like, just be open about it. People gamble on games. People play fantasy. I see kids going up to the lottery. They put their parlay cards together for NFL on Sunday. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not like you're killing anybody. I just don't like the stigma and the other uh, bullshit that, that's uh, equated to it, George. I think it's wrong. And, the, and that's the issue that I have is with regular people are at home doing the exact same thing. Instead of betting on human beings, they're betting on pork. Will it go up? Oranges, commodities, other stocks, tech stock, gasoline, oil, all these other. It's the same thing. It's gambling. When you're doing that stuff, when you're day trading, that's gambling. But that's somehow respected more than betting on a sporting event. It's ridiculous. It's the same thing. You you get no argument from me. None at all. Uh, Why is uh, betting on horses been accepted for forever now where you go to an OEB but not betting on games? I don't get it. I just, I never understood the logic here. Like I said, I am not hurting anybody. All right. Great it's point. my money. If I would decide to right. horse, a little horse bit racing. on a game. I like horse racing. Horse racing is okay, right. but baseball's not. Exactly. It's just... I mean, well, I, mean well, I don't, Why, I don't the, get What, because the animal I don't ju- talk? Are <laughs> betting on me? <laughs> I guess what a, Mr. It doesn't Ed's, make any sense to me. Yeah, 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 I don't get it either. It, it never I made any sense to me. Even when I didn't gamble as much. I mean, there was a time where I, I gambled very little. My brother was more into it. I wasn't mad at my brother. Other than the fact that, you know, I've always been, you know, it's like, Dan, you might want to ask me what my opinion is of these games. You know, I sort of know yeah. what I'm doing here. Yeah, he never did. I'm like that. That's his problem. You know, he, he doesn't like to ask for help. I'm um, like that's my, that was my only issue. With that. I don't care that he gambles. Other than the fact that you know, you, maybe you want to get some expert opinions here. And I told him, this you don't want to listen to me. I've already told him, Cam and uh, Cam, uh, Gabe and Cam know what they're talking about. Listen to the show. They'll give you winners. All right, I'm not steering you to the wrong place here. If you don't, if you don't believe me, because I'm your brother, I get that. You know, sibling rivalry and all that. But listen to these guys. You know, read this on what you can do. But he won't. You know, he's way too stubborn to do that. And I, I, the only thing I can think of the negative connotation is be, a lot of it, I think it is the movies, you know, and stuff like that. I guess the addiction they're worried about too. But people are going to do it anyway. You know, it, and once again, it comes back to prostitution for me. If you want to make this stuff legal and keep it safe, legalize it, legal, make it legal, tax it, and make yep. sure everyone's safe. You know, as far as prostitution. Excellent point, tested. George. Yeah, Excellent point. No, it's funny that, and, and like, and I love horses, but I think it's ridiculous how the horse racing, you know, like their association gets away with much more 
than, you know, regular people like the DraftKings, the fan duels and all that stuff. It's like, come on, guys. Like, it's just, it's like they from government get the old wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's like, why don't you just open up the door to everything? It'll make uh, things a hell of a lot better. People will be less pissed off. But anyway, George, that's what we do here at our network. And yeah, hey, sometimes we hit winners. Sometimes we, that's why, like, it's so interesting. I tell Gabe, I never want to post my picks on Twitter. I just feel bad when people ride them and they lose. But then again, people have given me picks that I've rode and they've lost. And that's life. If you want to stay in the game, you know, just deal with it and, you know, uh, accept it. Well, George, we got some scoring, which is great. We got some real uh, nice updates here. Some good, some bad. I don't like the Arizona result right now, but uh, the Mets are up two to nothing right now. Fantastic. Two to nothing Mets, minus 350 live, plus 265 for the Pirates. Total now 10 and a half. Uh, we have a run in the Phillies game. The Phillies up one to nothing. They're now minus 240 with Nola on the hill, eight and a half. And I see that the Marlins are now minus 170, just up uh, one to nothing. They must be threatening for more against the D-backs. Yeah, the Mets score came of a courtesy of a two-run home run by Michael Conforto. Uh, like nice shot there. Good. Boom. Boom went the dynamite in that game. The home run, the uh, Phillies game, Bryce Harper. So boom went the dynamite for Bryce as well here. Bryce is uh, 18th of the season, puts Philadelphia up 1-0. Uh, so yeah, we are getting some runs, all right? There, there's not really anything going on in the Miami game other than the— It was uh, a leadoff home run. That's what it was, yeah. right? It was yeah. a leadoff home run by Rojas. Rojas. Yeah. yeah, my uh, the, o- oh, the OBI guy, Oak Beach Inn. Uh, apparently, they, you know, he's a good leadoff man. Didn't, didn't know that about him. He was drinking at the bar yesterday because I should have said something. So uh, we're not thrilled well, about that. Uh, b- 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 back it up there. What, who's drinking at what bar? What, in your I neighborhood? I was ma- making a joke about that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, I'm like, he's in Florida. Okay, sorry, George. I fell, I'm, I'm the hamster. I fell off the wheel there. I'm sorry. I apologize. one nothing Blue Jays. George, you called it again, buddy. You're clairvoyant. Smoke. He said, watch out. He might have a, hit a home run today. Could be an interesting DFS play. Smoke. Solo shot. one nothing. Good guys. Speaking of, your, speaking of your good guys, by the way, Eric Sogard was a late scratch from this lineup, and he uh, traded. He's going to be traded. He's going to be traded. Trade is imminent. It actually uh, to the Giants. People, people think it's already happened. They they don't know who or for what. But they're talking it's already Giants happened. with him. They, yeah, the I don't Giants know who or what yet. Maybe we'll know by the end of our show here in an hour and a half. But apparently, Sogard is either on his way to being dealt or has been dealt. So Sogard, that's why he was. Re- uh, that's why he was pulled. It's been reported now by multiple outlets that a trade is imminent for whatever that means. Wow, that's uh wow, very interesting stuff there, George. So now the Blue Jays live minus a buck fifty, Tampa Bay plus one twenty, to- uh, one twenty total in the game, eight and a half right there. So uh, are you going to do anything, George? Or we're approaching the next game on the dock at four minutes. Dodgers Nationals. Are you staying away? Ride the Nationals with me, George. Small, just for like a couple <laughs> bucks, just just so we're on the same side. It makes the show fun. Put two bucks on it. I don't care. Five bucks. Like Pizza Hut, five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. Just put five bucks on it. Have fun. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> staying away. No, you're Sorry. thinking about the faucets. I don't know $5. if I've ever bet five dollars. By the way, I don't know if I, I think oh, I do. is the lowest. Gen- I generally I do, do five dollars all the time, but just on golf. Like you know what I mean? If I get a guy 150 to one, five bucks, right? Because what are his odds winning the tournament? You want to smash it? Like on my books, the lowest total you could do, most of them are ten. You're right, but uh, and one of them is one dollar. Like actually, I've actually put a dollar on a golfer, like five hundred to one. Yeah. Well, that I I, I could see that five hundred to one, fine. I could I could totally see that. That that wouldn't bother me at all. I think uh, I know my my brother. My brother likes to do five uh, during football. Loves to do five dollars on prop bets all over the place. <laughs> I mean, brother, he'll have. I like I like your brother. <laughs> it's hilarious because he, he'll awesome. have a spiral notebook and he'll have literally fifty to one hundred bets in there. But all, and he's keeping track of them. Like you're already in mind. There's no if I'm doing that, I'm not keeping track. I'll I'll look at the end of the day and see what I did. I'm not gonna write all these bets down. You know, this guy three and a half catches I got the over here. This guy over seventy five. There's no way I'm writing I I am not writing this out. I'll t- I might type it out, but he writes it out in spiral notebooks. It's like you're 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 nuts. Yeah, yeah I used to know? have a guy I lived with a guy like that. He was like a really interesting dude. Same thing. Like he'd have like Everything in a spiral notebook, like every little thought or whatever, like VCR, Law and Order episodes. Like he used to put the like transcribe the TV guide in. I mean, we used to just look at this guy, and go, "Wow, man!" Like he was he was a different cat. Like yeah, he's like he he likes the old school spiral notebook touch. George, I got to ask your opinion. What do you think of popcorn? I like cheddar popcorn. I got to be honest with you, I don't think I'm ever going to buy popcorn again. I just had some. It's stuck to the back of my throat. I can't. I feel like, like I'm going to oh, gag. No, no, yeah. no. I'm done with popcorn. Like, I, it just the, de- the what, things it does to my teeth. Like, I almost choked to death on the damn, uh, like, the, those kernels stick to the back, man. They, they're, they're hard to move, and they get in yeah, weird we, places. 
We've know? all had that happen. Sure. It gets stuck in the back of your throat like the uh, the little clear piece. Of yeah, people are worried about, like, uh, steak in back there. I'm more, every time I have, like, an incident of choking, it involves popcorn. I think I'm going to have to gas popcorn as a snack. I I, I I don't have it very often, but I kind of like the smart food, the cheddar, the cheddar yeah, popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Regular popcorn I never it's messy. have. It's messy on your hands, though. I don't like yeah, the Yeah, so you got to wipe it on. Yeah, you got to wipe it on. But so it's like Doritos. with Doritos and the regular. Yeah, yeah you got to wipe it on your I don't pants. do chips with residue. I don't do that. No, it's got to be cleaner snacks. Anyway, be careful, guys. If you're eating popcorn, I almost, like, choked it, swallowed my tongue. Little PSA for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. It really pissed me off because I used to like popcorn, but not not anymore. What do we got? Any more scoring here, George? So one not so a lot, a lot, a lot of, I'll tell you, the Mets might put up a crooked number here. That would be great. Like, I, I worry. I'm glad I didn't take uh, the under in that game because I was going to. They, they're hitting. They got two runners on, and it's already 2 nothing, one out. Maybe they put up something big. That What was that total again? Uh, game time, it was a nine. Now it's ten and a half, right? Because we were we were talking about it with Archer and Vargas saying, hey, under might be worth a look here. But it uh, looks like the Mets' bats have come out to play, which is nice. Yeah, it looks Very like they nice. have as well. I think I've... Uh... You I watch why the game? game's not. I was. Not, it must be on channel eleven. I had SNY on here. I guess uh, I assume. So I got to uh, during the break. I have to change that channel there. So they're showing something. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? The Mets are on. So uh, annoying. But yeah, I guess they just. Uh, uh, channel, uh, WPIX must have the game, not SNY. I assumed it was SNY. Because uh, I'm like, did they get out of the inning? Is it a double play? Is this a commercial? But it's a long commercial. It's been off like two minutes. So no, I just I just have the wrong channel on. <laughs> Listen Oops. to this one. Listen to this one, George. Like, Honestly, like this, this baseball rumors and reports are making me dizzy. See this new one, the story that came out, the Oakland A's recent acquisitions of Homer Bailey and Jake Diekman may have just been the, been the beginning. Oakland is reportedly in the market for additional upgrades and pursuing Mets right-hander Noah Syndergaard and Zach Wheeler, as well as Detroit Tigers closer Shane Green, according to Susan Slusser of the San Francisco Chronicle. So, more rumors, more reports. We've heard Syndergaard with, uh, I think, about like nine teams right now, right, buddy? It's uh, what do you think of that? I don't, I don't think the Oakland hmm, doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. I, I don't think he's going to Oakland. Then give the amount of prospects it would take to get them, not something they usually do. They could use them. Listen, all these teams could use them. Anybody could use them. But I don't think he's going there either. Uh, by the way, the Mets have scored again. Yes, and, yes, George. Yes. Yeah, Todd Meet Frazier the has. Meet the Mets. The Mets, Todd Frazier singles in a run, so it's three nothing Mets right now. I know we laugh game. at the Mets. They're good. Sometimes they're good to me, George. I got no. I I, I like the Mets. I got no problem with these guys. You, you, should, <laughs> you should thank me because if I if I bet them, they, this inning would be over. Yeah. Be no <laughs> of course, I didn't because I'm afraid of them. Because the Mets scare me. All of a sudden, it's three nothing runners on first and third, one out here. Uh, pretty much the story of my life when it comes to the Mets here, uh, bastards. Glad we didn't uh, take that. I told you that, that under though. It, 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 this game, the Mets might hit the total themselves. Live line is eleven and a half for the total now. The Mets minus six fifty, up three to nothing in that game. Uh, Marlins still uh, one to nothing, minus one forty live. Hey, George, if if we feel the D backs, do you want to jump in? Plus one twenty live. Long ba- long baseball game. Yeah, I, I I would go with that. Now, once, I, once again, that's sort of what I root for here. When I like a team, I want yeah, them to go exactly. down one nothing early. Especially, want, especially when the they're minus one seventy five favorites, right? But right. you know what I'm saying? You want that to like happen? That, that's no, fantastic. Honestly, I'm gonna start. The thing is, you can never predict it, but I think that's the way. Like I like we all have different betting strategies, and it's different for bank rules. Every day is kind of different, but you know, you try to stick to some systems that are tested and and you could perform. But I'm just saying, I, you just. I might not bet some games and just wait and hope the underdog scores first and then take it. Especially you, you'd love them to put up like one or two in the first inning, turn a minus one seventy into a plus one twenty, one thirty, and then uh, you know you, you deal with the uh, twenty four more outs, right, George? By the way, I got I got another pet peeve. I forgot I forgot about this from yesterday. How annoyed I was watching the Tampa Toronto game yesterday. Why are the Blue Jays wearing a dark colored jersey? This drives me insane. Oh, yeah, you want, I look, I, I you, want oh, you want them to wear white? Right or yeah. not or not the listen. If you're gonna wear your dark colored jersey, how about not against another team that has a dark colored jersey? Or know what the Jays should do more? They should wear their powders more. You know the powder blue, but anyway, that I wouldn't because yeah. then you could differentiate. Pretty, now every time I look yeah, at yeah, you're right. I look I'm looking, here. Yeah, no, no, it's giving me like I'm. I Who's have my, I have which uh, team? McK- yeah, McKinney. McKinney just walked. I'm looking at the television right now. You're right, George. Like I'm about. 
20 feet away where the table with the soundboard and everything. I can't. Yeah, you're right. Like the colors are blending into each other. It's giving me a headache. It's a good call it, by it, you. It annoys me. Just annoys me when I can't tell one from team from the other real quick. Where, you know, it takes me a second to think. I know it's, it's, it's like two seconds, but still, it annoys me. Because I'm not, I can't pay attention to the game the entire time. So, uh, I said, when you, angry. When you, when are you doing the live show, George? You're coming on pretty soon, right? Yes. Uh, I'm on Friday night uh, this week. Uh, it's funny. Uh, Cardano was just sent, just sent out a schedule. Yeah, I'm just checking his email else. right now because yeah. on Monday and Wednesday. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's, per, no, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun because you, it, it's actually really good for you, George. Like, right now, baseball is the, the only game in town, right? So, before uh, exhibition NFL starts and everything. So, it's nice. Gabe's at the book, and we get to do the live lines, and it's cool, man. It's right in your wheelhouse. So, I guess you can put your theories to test, right? Start betting some games live and hoping that uh, some of your favorites become dogs and cash in, right? Well, I think that's the, that's the idea. I think that's what you want. If you, if you like a team a lot that day and you want the other team to get a leadoff home run, you weren't expecting a shutout anyway, right? So you, you want that. If you get better odds and you can bet that, bet it that way. I, kind of, I think that's the way I would root for it. <laughs> that's yeah. the way I would work here. I don't want it to be 6 nothing, but one nothing doesn't scare me. 2 nothing Blue Jays. Wow. Yeah. Big, uh, big Lovely misplay. Play in field. Yeah, what, was, what the hell happened there? That was just some bad, bad defense by the race. Stumbling and bumbling. But it's good for me, George. I'm on Toronto, so this is a good start for uh, me. I don't want to sound selfish. I hope you did. You didn't bet Tampa Bay, did you? You didn't bet it, did you? Or I small? did. Small? I did. Small, yeah. Small. Okay, There's nothing okay. big here. Okay, nothing, cool. nothing that's going to you know, make me have a bad day here if they lose. I'll, I'll survive. But you know what, uh, not George, the I, play. I got more good news for you. Don't have time to go get the faucet yet, but uh, me and Angle are going to break down NASCAR. So you can go grab a cold one. You've been working since 6 o'clock in the morning. Have a nice Pepsi. <laughs> refresh yourself, and uh, we'll be back for Hour 3. Me and Sean breaking down the NASCAR picks, DFS, and a hell of a lot more. It is the Weekend Wager Show, Sunday edition. More baseball, NASCAR with Sean Engel when we come back from the break, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to Weekend Wagers, everybody. I'm the Ranger Redhead Cam Stewart. Got Sean Engel going to talk a little NASCAR. But first, put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid and you'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's right, a free up to 500 bucks. What a deal. When you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid, point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in total control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open up a new account, and claim your free wager of up to 500 bucks today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. So, yes, some baseball. Just a quick update before we get to my boy, Sean Engel. We got the Phillies up one to nothing. They're minus 240. Uh, Braves plus 195. Blue Jays now up to nothing. Minus 190. Rays plus 169 and a half. Marlins one to nothing over the D-backs. Minus 15. Pick them both ways. Seven and a half. Colorado and the Reds still scoreless. Reds minus 170. Live and the Mets have done it again. They've scored six nothing minus. They're twenty two to one now. If you like the Pirates, they're twelve to one. And we have the Dodgers and Nationals just underway. And we have NASCAR with my buddy Sean. Uh, Sean, tell us a little bit uh, about uh, this week's race. I, I know they were racing. What were they in Iowa yesterday? But uh, what is it, Pocono uh, this week, buddy? That is correct. We're back again at the Tricky Triangle Pocono Raceway. It really wasn't too, too long ago when you think about the last time the Cup Series ran its track. We'll wait back around like June or so. 
I'm going to ask you, Sean, before we get to uh, the Gander RV 400 that goes later on today, just to, just I want to tell you my book has futures odds right now. So this is the odds to win the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Championship. Kyle Busch plus 250, Martin Truex plus 400, Harvick 5, Kozlowski 7 to 1, Logano 8, Chase Elliott 10, Danny Hamlin 12 to 1, Kurt Busch 20 to 1, Ryan Blaney 25 to 1, Clint Boyer 25 to 1, Kyle Larson 25, Jimmy Jones. Johnson 27, Alex Bowman 28, Eric Jones 33, and Al Marola 40 to 1. Any of those guys that you like? Kurt Busch, the favorite at plus 250. Anybody else have a good chance that you like for value? For the whole championship cam, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Just this is not for this race, for the championship cam. Who would you target? Championship, Tough. I'd say it's a little too early to tell in order to know who's going to be good. After all, the final playoffs field has not even been fully set yet and will be once we get into September. And after all, you got to think back towards last year, Cam. When we got to that last race in Homestead, there were four drivers there, and three of them won the majority of the races of the season. And what was the driver that ended up winning the championship? Oh, yeah, the one that only won about three races while the, the other guys won about pretty much about, what, over the third of the season entirely? The underdog yeah. just completely took it. So overall, with something like this, I'm not going to touch it right now. Okay. I thought you just might. I mean, that's cool. That wait, wait, you have a wait and see approach. Some people like to just do attack it early, but let's talk about the Gander RV 400. These are the odds for this race. Uh, I think it's at what time, Sean? Three o'clock Eastern time, right after the show we get going? Yep, three Eastern. Okay, Kurt, Kurt, Kyle Bush, Kyle Bush, the favorite right now, plus 240. Kevin Harvick, plus 300. Martin Truex Jr., 6-1. to one. Joey Logano, 8. Brad Keselowski, 8. Denny Hamlin is 8. And Eric Jones, 14. Byron, 16-1. to one. Almarola, 20. Kurt Busch, 22. Blaney, 25-1. to one. Clint Boyer, 25-1. to one. Jimmy Johnson, 28. And Chase Elliott, 28-1. to one. Kyle Larson in at 33. And Daniel Suarez at 40. Those are the, the rest of the guys uh, way up to who? Who's the big, the biggest pooch here? What do we got? Josh uh, Balicki. He's uh, what is he? Four thousand to one. You're not betting him, Sean. Oh, obviously not, Josh Balicki. <laughs> not unless you want to throw your money away. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's like buddy. you're just gonna get, tell all the sports books right there. Oh, uh, I'm gonna bet Josh Balicki. You know what? I'm just gonna give you my money here. It's a free yeah. donation. Yeah, you might as well just take out the money and burn it because that's not happening. But out of the guys, Kyle Busch, plus 240, Harvick, 3-1. to one, Usual suspects here. And uh, this just tells you, Sean, when you look at the odds, we like uh, uh, on a different track where there's more variance. You can get, like, the favorite at 7-1. This tells you that Kyle Busch, they really, really like him at plus 240. Well, there's a lot of good reasons in order to really like Kyle Busch, and the sports books know about this pretty well, Cam. After all, Kyle Busch has won three of the last four races at this track, including the last two races, and yes, including the race earlier this season, where he also led the most laps. He's already been looking pretty strong throughout the practice sessions, too. He's starting in the fifth position. It's going to be very hard to bet against him, Cam, if you're looking for a winner here. Any other guys? So if you don't like Kyle Busch and you want to be a little bit different, out of Harvick at 3-1, to one, Truex at 6, Logano 8, Kozlowski 8, and Denny Hamlin 8, who do, you, who do you like out of that pack? If we're going for – if Kyle Busch is not going to win this race, then my alternative options would be either Kevin Harvick, who does start at the pole and has shown a pretty solid car overall, or the likes of Joey Logano, who's starting in the second position, who's also been showing some pretty nice solid speeds throughout the practice sessions as well. But also, you got to keep this in mind here too, Cam – Pocono is one of the harder tracks on the NASCAR circuit in order to make moves and move up through the pack. So starting right up front, you already have a bit of a speed advantage by getting clean air into your cars. And that speed advantage is going to keep a lot of these guys, especially like the likes of Harvick and Logano, who start in the front row. They're going to be staying there for a while, and we're not going to be really seeing too, too many lead changes up until we really get towards the stage breaks or if there's plenty of cautions in this race. But even then, cautions at this track, not exactly the most commonplace because it's one of the more roomier tracks, you could say, Cam. 
roomier. I like yeah, room to move. Sean, we got race matchups too. And yeah, it's interesting. The books put out, usually they put out three or four, maybe five. We got six matchups this week. So they're throwing it out there. We're going to start things off. Uh, Clint Boyer versus Kurt Busch. Boyer plus 100, uh, Kurt Busch minus 130. Who do you like there? This one is a pretty close matchup, but I am going to say that Kurt Busch is going to finish better overall between these two drivers. But I do think, though, that Boyer is going to be the better DFS option. If you're going matchups here, go Kurt Busch. If you're going DFS, go with Boyer. I see. That's why I like you, Sean. You give me me two answers uh, to one question. That's good. That's perfect. Danny Hamlin versus Joey Logano. Hamlin, the favorite, minus 130. Logano, the pooch, at plus 100. I am going to go Logano here, too, but I think Hamlin is going to be pretty close. He's going to challenge for a top-five position. After all, he's been showing one of the absolute best cars throughout practice sessions, and he's starting in the ninth position, which is a little bit further back in comparison to Logano. But I do think, though, that Hamlin's going to be one of those guys that's going to end up challenging for a pretty nice result today. These books aren't stupid, Sean. They make these matchups tough. Jimmy Johnson versus uh, William Byron. Byron, the favorite, minus 140. Jimmy Johnson, plus 110. I am also going to agree there, too, that with Byron being the favorite within that matchup. Overall, Byron, within the last couple of races, has performed a little bit better than Jimmy Johnson. And you also have to think back towards earlier in the uh, previous race at Pocono this season where Byron actually led the third most laps of all the drivers here too which is pretty interesting now here's the thing I do want to mention though as well about Byron and Jimmy Johnson in particular there's some of those drivers that actually were affected by the pre-race inspections and are starting all the way back towards the rear so these are drivers that you're going to want to actually keep an eye on and maybe put in your lineups if you're going DFS here too with the likes of William Byron Jimmy Johnson, Ryan Blaney, Chris Boucher, a bunch of these guys failed the pre-race inspection and their starting positions are relegated all the way deep into the pack of the 30s. But you got to think here too, Cam, when you have drivers with good equipment starting that far back though, you know they are going to be moving up through the field just because of all the slower cars in front of them. It's going to make it a wild, wild DFS day for sure. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I like where you're going. Hey, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, right, Sean? These guys are always looking for an edge. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. There's been many drivers moving to the back because of this. Uh, for sure, yeah. No, it's In every sport, you're, you're looking uh, to try to get away with it. Next one, here's a dream matchup, Sean. Probably the best one. Kyle Busch versus Kevin Harvick. Busch a small favorite, minus 120. Kevin Harvick even. I am leaning towards Kyle Busch here, but this is going to be a very close matchup that we might actually see this matchup be the deciding factor for who wins this race even today. Yeah, yeah these guys, they, they, they make it tough. Martin Truex Jr. versus Brad Keselowski. Truex Jr., big favorite, minus 150, and Keselowski plus 120. I am also going to go with Truex here. He's overall just been a little bit better at this track in recent years in comparison to Keselowski. Even though Keselowski has shown some strings of consistency when it comes to Pocono, overall, I think Truex has the better car, and that whole Joe Gibbs Racing organization there, they're going to be very strong after all, especially when you consider the fact that the last four races at Pocono have been won by drivers in that organization too. Kyle Busch winning three and Martin Truex even though now he's with Gibbs he did win it in a Gibbs affiliated car last season too. Final matchup on the betting board here Ryan Blaney versus Kyle Larson. Blaney minus 135 Kyle Larson plus 105. I am gonna go Blaney here. My uh, reasoning is just because, yeah, Blaney is another one of those drivers that failed the pre-race inspection, and he's starting all the way back in the 30th position. But here's the other thing, too. Kyle Larson, he crashed in one of the earlier practice sessions and is in a backup car. He's also going to be moving to the rear because of that, even though his starting position is going to be counted much further up in the field. Overall, Blaney, he's been better throughout the practices. He's starting further up technically. And overall, he's just better all around for this race in comparison to Larson. 
Well, here's a, another uh, betting, uh, Sean. We have the top five finish. Wow. they It's almost like Kyle Busch is a lock to be top five. Minus 335. Kevin Harvick, minus 225. Truex, minus 120. Who do you like in top five out of uh, some other guys not the favorites that have a chance to be top five? Like Logano's even money. That seems like it's attainable. Keselowski's plus 110. Any other guys a little bit deeper that you think could finish top five? If we're going down, thinking of the drivers that we're going to think about uh, for top five finishes here, of course you got to like Logano. Of course you got to like Hamlin. Ryan Blaney, he's one of those drivers that I think could actually come up through the field and challenge for a top five spot. But one other driver here that is also a little bit further down and starting all the way up in the top five and has a pretty solid chance of staying there, in my opinion, is Eric Jones. Again, he's another Joe Gibbs Racing driver, and Joe Gibbs Racing... This is a track that's really suited to their equipment. So overall, I'm thinking that Jones, he is going to challenge for a top five position here too, Cam. So he's going to be one to watch. I like that. And they agree. The books agree with you. Jones, two to one for a top five. So that's something on my radar. What about Byron at uh, plus 250? I think Byron's going to get close, but he's not going to get there. He's going to be close, so though. He'll finish sixth. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm going to say around sixth or seventh. That's where okay. he finished around anyway uh, in the uh, earlier race this season, I'm pretty sure, too. Wow, this one's interesting. Winning manufacturer, all the plus money. Toyota plus 120, Ford plus 125, and Chevy 4-1. to one. You like Toyota? Oh, yeah, definitely Toyota here. Like I said, Joe Gibbs Racing, they're the organization to beat when it comes to Pocono. And after all, you got Kyle Busch. You got Martin Truex Jr. You got guys like Eric Jones. All of these drivers are going to be very strong, and Toyota just knows how to get it done at this place, as they've proven the last couple of times. It's going to be hard to beat Toyota this week. Good stuff, Sean. So we're going to have a couple bets. I like what you've done. I'm going to bet a couple of your matchup bets, too. I like uh, the picks. I'm going to sprinkle around on the race. So, Sean, uh, before we wrap it up there, uh, tell me about the DFS uh, guys that you need in the lineup and uh, a couple, uh, you know, mediums and some deep sleepers that you can build around. I know usually you want to have multiple lineups, but who are some mainstays, uh, good-priced uh, guys in the middle, and some uh, value, ba- bargain basement guys that might show up and improve? I am just going to go straight down the ladder here and start from the top. Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, these guys, you need to have some lineup centered around these guys just because they're going to be the ones competing for the win. You can tell that Harvick is going to be one of those drivers that's going to compete for leading laps. Kyle Busch is a very good card for today. Overall, these two are very strong options that you need to think of building around. When you go a little bit further down, you then want to think of Danny Hamlin and Joey Logano, who've also been strong throughout the practices. And overall, you can see some pretty good results with these drivers as well. When you keep going further and further down, though, it becomes a bit of a wild mix just because you have some good drivers starting far back in the field because the whole pre-race inspection thing. But other than that, you also have drivers that are starting a little closer towards the front, too. Ryan Blaney, another one of those drivers that's going to be a very, very nice DFS play today. You also have Eric Jones starting in the fourth position. I'm expecting him to challenge it for a top five, after all. Eric Almarola is starting in the third position. And even though... I think he's going to slip back a little bit. He's still going to end up in the top 10, making him well worth the price here, too. Then you keep going further down. You got Jimmy Johnson starting in the 32nd position. He's going to climb his way up through the field for sure. Chris Boucher, same thing. Austin Dillon, same thing. William Byron, same thing. You got all these drivers starting about 32nd on back, but they're going to just move up through the field because their equipment really is just that good. As for other drivers in order to consider to round out your lineup, Paul Menard starting in the 16th position. He's overall going to stick around that same position to finish, which is better than a lot of other values. But we also got to think of drivers like Matt DiBenedetto, who's also in Toyota equipment. He's going to be a very strong pick here today too, Cam. Nice shot. So, okay. So we got uh, Jones, a top five at two to one. I think we're throwing it down. Pick the win and one other guy, uh, Sean, maybe a slight sleeper. But you like you like Kyle Busch, right? The favorite? Yeah, I am definitely liking Kyle Busch for, for the win today, Cam. Anybody? And if he doesn't win, who do you got? If he isn't winning, then it's either going to be Harvick or Logano or Hamlin. 
Oh, I'm going to lay. Logano and Hamlin are eight to one. So there's somebody to consider definitely then in top fives as well. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate it, buddy. Vroom, vroom. Enjoy the race and hopefully you give out some uh, DFS monies so you could be like George Kurt, Sean, and, uh, you know, collect a big fat envelope. Kurt oh, yeah. Style. Of course. <laughs> and be sure to check out my stuff on rollbowler.com if you haven't already. Great stuff, Sean. More uh, Kurtz on the third hour when we're back. Have a good one.